Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nigerian Community Call. This is episode 329. The effort to silence whistleblowers has backfired on the Obama administration as new leaks came out that revealed the killing of innocent uh, civilians in the U.S. drone strikes program. This uh, article is from Countercurrent News, which I will post into the chat. So uh, those on the chat can uh, read themselves. Okay. So recent leaks. Washington, D.C. An anonymous whistleblower within the U.S. intelligence community provided a cache of classified intelligence documents to the intercept, which revealed an extremely dysfunctional nature of the American drone warfare targeted assassination program. The eight-part investigation, which includes documents, analysis, slides, and visual, was released on Thursday as the drone paper by The Intercept. In hindsight, reported by The, the Intercept, uh, Jeremy uh, Scarhill, and fellow investigative journalists analyzed and explored the manner in which drone strikes have been carried out by the U.S. in Iraq, Somalia, Yemen, and Afghanistan, ultimately questioning the legitimacy and legality of these extrajudicial killings. The sudden array of classified information revealed an extreme lack of precision in the drone assassination program. In one document reporting that nearly 90% of people killed in airstrikes were not the intended targets over one five-month period. And here's an excerpt uh, from uh, Edward Snowden, who says that it is an astonishing act of civil courage. One American just shattered an unspeakable lie. Okay? Uh, this is from his Twitter page. And yeah, I have to say, you know, Edward Snowden, he's definitely one of my heroes. Okay. Let's continue. The report focused on the use of drones as President Barack Obama weapon of choice used by the military and the CIA to carry out assassination in both declared war zones and areas outside of recognized war zones. While the administration has constantly stated that the drone program is operated as a precision program carried out with strict oversight and regulation, evidence reveals that this is false. Operations outside the declared war zones were done with very little restriction, as it was not until May 2013 the White House released a set of standards and procedures for conducting such strikes. 
extending the number of instances when selectors are misattributed to certain people. And it isn't until several months or years later that you all of a sudden realize that the entire time you thought you were going after this really hot target, you wind up realizing it was his mother's phone the whole time. Intelligence whistleblower told the interceptor. This outrageous explosion of watchlisting, of monitoring people, and racking and stacking them on lists, assigning them numbers, assigning them baseball cards, assigning them death sentences without notice on a worldwide battlefield, it was, from the very first instance, wrong. The source claim that the visual data gathered from cell phones and emails are the primary tool used by the military to find, fix, and finish its targets, and says that relying on such tactics require an enormous amount of shape in the technology that you are using. The report makes it clear that bad intelligence has gotten many innocent people killed in drone attacks, including U.S. civilians. The document revealed that the U.S. government has intentionally labeled people killed in drone strikes as, as enemy combatants, even though they, was in, they were in no way intended to be the target of the strike and have no relation to the operation. The actions by the government are intended to mask the actual intent of civilians being killed by the U.S. drone program. Following the publication of the report, Amnesty International has called on the U.S. Congress to start an immediate independent inquiry into the Obama administration's drone strikes overseas. These documents raise serious concerns about whether the USA has systematically violated international laws, including by classifying unidentified people as combatants to justify their killing, Noreen Shah, Director of Security with Human Rights at Amnesty International USA said. Additionally, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, has come out to condemn the U.S. drone strike program after the revelation of, by the intercept, stating that the Obama administration's legal program desperately needs transparency and accountability because it is undetermining the right to, li to life and national security. I'm sorry, undermining the right to life and national security. The review of the lethal force program must be transparent and include disclosure of the United States compliance with its legal obligation, simultaneously of the ACAU National Security Project said. These eye-opening disclosures make a mockery of the U.S. government claim that its lethal force operations are based on reliable intelligence and limits to lawful targets. It's important to keep in mind that these foreign countries do not hate us for our freedom. They hate us for killing their innocent mothers, fathers, brothers, and sisters as they sleep. Unless the U.S. reigns in its imperialistic war machine, expect a blowback from our interventionist policies to continue. And that is the end of the article. So let's, let's talk about this. I mean, and let's see how this relates to us as partners, right? So here you have it. Okay, that they just bombing the hell out of anyone. Okay, so if they have the name of a, uh, of a suspected terrorist, they'll find out who his parents are. They'll tap their phone, track them, 
and basically kill their parents, right? I mean, it's incredible that these people who sit behind these desks, okay, who are in these security agencies, who are killing thousands of people, okay, can go home and sleep at night and say that they're keeping America safe. There was another report that came out that stated that, uh, you know, especially um, after 9-11, when they passed the, um, uh, what, what is that program that they had? I, I, I can't remember right away, though. But, you know, it was a program that was designed to, they say, to keep America safe, right? Uh, it, you know, the, the, the fall collection of data, uh, the, the, the recording and the collection of uh, phone, cell phone conversation, line-line phone conversation of the American public to try to keep us safe, right? Didn't really keep us safe, okay? There was no evidence that state that, you know, and this was the thing. They, they said that they had to do this. They had to, you know, collect uh, our phone conversations. They had to collect our, our phone uh, data, you know, our metadata, meta, uh, that's what they said, right? They only collected the metadata. Then, then after the Sterling leak was revealed, like, yeah, they actually recorded our conversation. Not also our conversation, but they also recorded us and basically bumped the offices of our allies. Right, I mean, so it's 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 how how is it keeping us safe to bug the presidential office offices of our allies? Right, these are the people who we have an agreement with that if any one of us gets attacked, that we will respond. Okay, and this is what they did. All right, so it is never about keeping America safe. It was more of what they can find to use and control and basically either control or destabilize certain countries, right? As targets, you know, we know our conversations are being recorded, whether it be through our cell phones or whether it be through microchip implants or other uh, recording, electronic recording uh Technology that they that they are using to record a conversation uh, and to try to I guess if they did record a conversation that may happen that they can feel that they can use to their advantage that they will use it right. This is you know when they go out spreading rumors, okay, uh, or they may make up something, right? Because that's how these people operate. If they can't get anything on the target. They will make something up, or they will create a situation in which they can get something on the target, right? Something negative on the target that they can use. And for what? Just because, again, it's to silence the target. And, you know, just as how uh, when the U.S. government bombed innocent people, you know, they put them on the enemy combatant list. Well, how can you put someone on the enemy combatant list when they were innocent, right? But that's what they do. It, it doesn't matter whether you're innocent or guilty. It does not matter with the people who are working inside these uh, agencies, okay? What matters is their agenda, and that's all. 
whatever agenda they want to push, that all that matters. So you could be innocent, you could be good. It does not matter. Okay, if they want to experiment on you, uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you're if you're an innocent person. No, it doesn't. Doesn't matter if you're a guilty person. No, it doesn't. If experiment on people in mental institutions. They've experimented on people within the uh, the peanut institution. Okay. They experimented people out, you know, in, in society. So it does not matter. Okay. What matters is that whatever their agenda, they want to push, and that's it. And I'm appalled that the American public are not upset about this. I'm appalled that few people have taken uh, a notice and, uh, and paid attention to what's happening. And it just goes to show you how conditioned the American public is, right? That they are willing to accept the killings of thousands of innocent people, hundreds of thousands of innocent people, because for the sake of national security or what they perceive as the government protecting them. So the government didn't protect us from 9-11. The government is not protecting us from these lone uh, gunmen that are killing uh, people. Okay? What the government is doing is creating false narratives and false uh, setups in which that they can come in and say, look, we stopped this terrorist plot from happening. When they are the ones that concocted the whole thing. Right? So why aren't the American public upset? It's like, why aren't the American public upset that we as targets are being experimented on? Okay? We've been trying to expose this for decades. Over decades. We've been trying to expose this. Okay, they, they, they deny these weapons uh, exist, the technology exists, but yet they are having in the patent office that describe exactly these weapons and exactly what we as targets have been talking about that what, that we are being experimented on. Okay, why? Why? It just goes to show you how strong and how deep the conditioning of the American society really is. And how the government has created a subversive society. Okay? And, um, you know, uh, there was a a video of um, a Russian ex-CIA officer who now uh, had left the CIA and left Russia came into the United States and he started talking about uh, subversion. And Yuri, I forgot his last name, but he, he, his videos on YouTube, you can look it up. He talks about how subversion works and how through the educational system, people are conditioned all the way up to adulthood, and without realizing it, they become subversive to the power of the government. And the government has created a mindset within those individuals, okay, to accept certain things that the government is doing without them even realizing that they've been conditioned to accept it. So this is what we're dealing with as targets in terms of, you know, 
trying to get people to understand and fight with us to expose what's happening. And particularly when, you know, the, the narrative is out there that, hey, if anyone comes into, goes to a police station or call the FBI and say, hey, you know, I'm being experimented on, you know, this is what's happening, first thing they say is, go see a shrimp. Okay? That's it. That's all they say. And that's it. So we as targets, we have to do the work ourselves in exposing what's happening to hopefully bring attention to a wider audience and and, and to more of the American uh, people, and not just the American people, but people around the world, to understand what is happening. We have to do that. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very, very uh, disheartening thing, you know. And, um, but, you know, we, we, we cannot um, allow this to go on without us speaking on it, without us trying to expose it. If you care about yourself and your life, you have to care about others. And you know the horror, and I say horror because, you know, it's the horror and terror that has been done to you, psychologically and physically. So we have to expose it, you know? I mean, in my target, I get targeted by the police. Uh, you know, they use a lot of psychological uh, tactics, uh, a lot of psychological conditioning. and. Um, you know, it's like recently, uh, last uh, Friday, you know, I went to grocery shopping and, you know, every, I was driving and every time I turned uh, onto a, a block or street, uh, when I approached the car in front of me, uh, they used the number, number association. So there's a particular number that they like to use. And so every time I turn to, you know, I come to stoplight, I'm making a left or right, uh, the next car that I, come behind will have that particular number which is the license plate. And this happened multiple times. I mean, in, just the, in, in the space of less than uh, half an hour, okay, that number appeared uh, along my path, like, oh, probably I would say over 15 times. Okay? And then, when I was about to get on the highway, and this is the interesting thing. So they they will do this, and then you know, then they will always use, use the police to send me a subliminal message that oh, it's the police that that they're the one that's doing this, right? But they're the ones that's doing it. So as I come up on the stoplight, uh, the light was green, the police car was parked right there, okay, and you know they just sitting there waiting, okay. Now they could have go. It was their light, you know. But what they did is that they waited until the light changed and then it was my turn to go. Then they turned on their siren and then they drove off, right? So basically it's like, yeah, you know, they, they that's you know, it's called the power of association. That's what they do. Right? And that's just only one aspect of the psychological uh you know um torture program that they do, all right? 
And all of that, while that's happening, I'm being remotely monitored. And usually I know that because I get the very strong headaches that come on with being remotely monitored. And so when that started happening, I started to understand what I was like, okay, right, I, you know, I was being remotely monitored. I may have even made control uh, to, um, you know, to like turn a certain way or given direction to turn a certain way. But that's, you know, that's what they do, right? And so that's just one aspect of my uh, targeting. And then they'll, they'll use my son. Or they'll use a, a situation uh, that, you know, everyday situations. Like, for instance, um, I had signed him up for, um, for the Boy Scout in his school. And they, when I went to sign him up, they were like, okay, uh, on the paper it said uh, it starts on the 19th of this month. But then they could the person who was um, accepting the registration, she crossed it out. She was like, no, it's on the 20th. It's Tuesday. Make sure you like, make sure he comes here after school. Uh, and this is this is within the school. So after school, he will go to the lunchroom, and that's when they have the Boy Scout meeting. And so today, this morning, he was very excited. He was very excited about. Um, I should say yesterday morning because it's it's, it's uh, Wednesday now. But, you know, Tuesday morning, he was very excited to go to Boy Scout. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, I got to go pick him up uh, after 4 o'clock. And I get a call from the school saying that, you know, he's in the office waiting. He, somebody has to come pick him up. So I'm like, well, like, well what happened to Boy Scout? Oh, Boy Scout was canceled. Well, no one said anything. No one called. You know, so when I went to pick him up, you know, I'm talking to one of the lady in the in the in the office, and I'm like, okay, because Boy Scout was canceled. Yet you sent home no letter, you didn't call. She was like, oh, I called. I said, no, you didn't. You didn't leave a message. Okay, and she was like, well, I left. I called the parents and left message. I said, no, you didn't call me though. You didn't call me and leave a message. Okay, so you see, this is how they use situations, right? to try to make you look bad as a target, especially being a parent. Like, how, you know, like how, how, how are you going to leave your kid in the school, you know, and not come and pick him up, you know? So anything that they can do to try to make you look bad, that's what they'll do. And they will use, and, you know, one of the things that I've noticed that from a long time ago, and I've read this, you know, and this has happened in Europe a lot, where they use the, uh, where they use academia to target certain people. Okay, and and this is what it is. I was like, I was like, come on, you guys have to do a better job than that. Okay, you said home, no, you know, and the teachers, the teachers too. If they knew, if if you knew, if she was like, well, you know, we announced it for the PA. Come on, my son is six years old. He's in first grade. Okay, he's in the first grade. When did you announce it? Did you announce it early in the morning? Like he's like he's going to really remember, right? Okay, so you know, at that point, I was just like. You know, because uh, I'm going to try to get me out of rate or what have you. So I was like, you know what, man? I was like, right, whatever. So finally, as I, you know, then they call later, right? They call. So they they call later, and then they're like, well, you know, the boycott has been canceled uh, on 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 Tuesdays, and is being held on Mondays. Okay, I mean that's 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 the stuff that they do, right? And, you know, people try to go, like, oh, you know, I love, you know, this happens all the time. They always make, no, no. 
the fact is that they tried to take the, the, the joy out of my son because he was very excited to go to Boy Scout. He's been very excited all, all over the weekend, very excited. And, you know, they try to do that so that they can hurt me. That's the extent in which these people will go through, okay? And they will use situations to, you know, what I called uh, indirect targeting, right? So they're not targeting you directly, but indirectly they're targeting you, right? So that way they can, they, you know, they, they can I guess, wash their hands and say, oh, we're not targeting this individual. But yes, you are. I know your tricks, okay? I know their tricks. Uh, right? I've been a target for a very, very long time. And, and that's what they do. Okay. Uh, you know, can we trust our government? No, we can't. No, we can't. We, maybe we can trust our president, but we definitely can't trust our government as a whole. And even some of, some of you know, presidents in the past, you didn't even trust. Okay? Not as long as you have these agencies who operate in secrecy, who have these black budgets in which they get unlimited funding, okay? Not all for that, but these agencies can steal trillions of dollars from the American people, and no one can ask any question about it. No one can expect any type of accountability from these agencies, okay? And decades after decades, they continue to do inhumane things, okay, create conflict, and wreak havoc on the rest of the world. And they get away with it. Because that headline, national security, somehow trumps everything. Okay? If you want to take them into court, they claim national security. So they can't bring a lawsuit against them. This is what we deal with here. And we need a serious change in government. You know, a serious, serious change in government. The American people have got to wake up. They really have got to wake up. Okay. Uh, all right, so I was watching a video um, on YouTube, the Pizza and Telly Show, and uh, we had Amy Anderson on there, um, who we did an interview with, uh, talking about some of these weapons and the patent number uh, that these uh, that are in the patent office that describe exactly what these weapons do, and you know it, it, it corresponds to what we have. Targets have been saying. Okay, so I want to play uh, the video. Um, it's a forty. The video is forty-five minutes and uh, nineteen seconds. Uh, so after the video is finished, I'm going to end the show because I said I want to get to bed. It's uh, well after midnight, 
and um, that's when it finished by at least one o'clock. Okay. All right. Let me um, get ready to start this video. Please let me know if the audio is coming in there. Um, all right, thank you. Five one zero area code. Uh, let's go again. Five one zero area code. What's your first name? Hey, uh, Steve, this is me. How you doing? Hi, me. How are you? I was expecting you like thirteen minutes ago. What's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm uh, happy that we are moving things going everywhere.
I can't hear anything. It's all garbled with somebody washing dishes. Oh, I'm sorry. 
he exists. That's why I've always been very, very concerned about Palantir, about the Jade computer system, about artificial technology, because, Amy, have they not been using targeted individuals as laboratory uh, experiments, per se, laboratory subjects to refine their technology? I'm going to restart the video. It's still only just 14 minutes. I'm going to restart the video. I do apologize for that. Um, I did not realize. I'm glad that Paula said something that I would not have known. So, again, uh, I, I do apologize uh, for that, and uh, I want to restart the video right now. Five one zero area code. Uh, let's go again. Five one zero area code. What's your first name? Hey, Pete, this me. How you doing? Hi, me. How are you? I was expecting <laughs> you like thirteen minutes ago. What's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm um, happy that we are moving things with all, everyone. Who uh, have played their part, you know, we all have been still. Hey, Amy, hold on, hold on a second. Sure. Hey, Amy, hold on a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of guide us here, if you don't mind. Let me, let me guide us because I have, I have a listening audience right now that's going to be overwhelmed by the information that we're going to present. So I need to, you know, I need to just kind of set the stage here. I just told our listening audience the first time that I heard from you, uh, those patents uh, and, and what I learned about those patents uh, literally changed my life about learning about the technology that exists that's being used upon human beings, okay? Um, and one of, uh, you know, when I, when I got those patent numbers from you, uh, one of the most important aspects of these patents that are put together, uh, when they say that they can remotely control brainwaves, you can't even get a patent with the U.S. Patent Office if you haven't been able to demonstrate that the technology works. It's not like you get a patent, you can just throw it up there and say that you'd like to be able to travel to Pluto. Okay, you have to actually physically demonstrate that your technology works. So would you agree with me that the technology exists, it's patented, they've already demonstrated that it can work, and, and, it, and they did it years ago, didn't they? Absolutely, Pete. That's why I was able to bring them to your show because I wanted to use those patents to demonstrate to the world that these things are true. And I thank you and Ken and Ashley and the rest for helping us expose these horrific atrocities. Thank you. And, and Amy, let me, let me tell you, the apparatus for and the method of sensing brain waves at a position remote from a subject whereby electromagnetic signals of different frequencies are simultaneously transmitted to the brain of the subject in which the signals interfere with one another, another to yield a waveform which is modulated by the subject's brain waves. Okay? They're literally communicating with the human mind remotely using electromagnetic waves. Now, they also have the ability uh, to project voices into people's brains as well. And there's patents for that technology, isn't there? There are, and I'm um, a human subject survivor, right along with other targeted individuals. And everything that you just described, Pete, right. we have our own personal experience with those things. Right. Now, Amy, I, and I know that, and you know that I'm a big advocate for the targeted individuals, okay? So I want you, we're going we're gonna to handle things just slightly differently, okay? Because our listening audience grows. There's a lot of brand-new listeners that, that come in 
And if we just overwhelm them, you know, by talking about targeted individuals and take them off in the corner and tell them what's been happening to those quote unquote subjects as they refer to you, uh, it could be overwhelming. So just let me let, let me guide us through this process. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm, going to, and I want to do it from my perspective. When I learned about the patents and I learned about the technology, okay. One of the patents and one of the technology, uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, technologies that they're using here, I'm going to go to the next one. Um, Let me tell you what the title is here of this patent. It's called a hearing system, patent number uh, 487-7027. Let me describe this to you. Sound is induced. Now, now listen, I want you to remember this because you're going to hear targeted individuals always say that sound is being injected into their head. They're hearing voices, right? And everybody that is not aware of this technology is saying, wow, that person's really crazy. They're hearing voices in their head. And God forbid that person is not knowing what's happening to them. If they pick up the phone and call 911, uh, the skeptical people are arriving with ambulances and with guns and badges, and they take those people away. But listen to the patent. Sound is induced in the head of a person by radiating the head with microwaves in a range of 100 megahertz to 10,000 megahertz that are modulated with a particular waveform. Ladies and gentlemen, this patent here that I'm referring to, the hearing system, okay, voice to skull technology, was filed in 1988. This technology has been around for a lot of years, hasn't it? They've been experimenting when we refer to targeted individuals, Amy. Have they not been experimenting with this technology for decades? That is right, and in fact, I'm starting to learn, and really, after a a period of time goes on, learn that I feel I was born as a human subject, and me and my family was placed in this um, program, P. Yep, and and that that terminology that you use, not everyone is familiar uh, with the term when you say, I'm in a program. Kenny uses that term, you use the term, all the targeteds have learned that, in fact, they may have possibly been born as one of those farm animals to be used as subjects from the very early age, from birth, okay, all the way through. Is that possible? It absolutely is. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Targeted individuals are subjects that come from every race, every creed, every color, and there is no discrimination whatsoever. Why? Because they want to see what the adverse impact is on on each and every one of us, on each and every one of us. They have to take random samples. In order to do that, they need to apply it to black people, to white people, to Chinese people, to young people, to old people. They have to have those subjects in their farm of targeted individuals to mess with this technology. Why have they been doing it? We'll talk more about that with Amy Anderson right after this. Stay right there, Amy. Jacob Boscom dreamed up the most sinister weapon he could think of. Then he built a prototype and tried to sell it in an international weapons trade show. The results were surprising. I'm Dr. Catherine Albrecht, and I'll tell you more in just a moment. Governments can't be trusted with weapons. That's what Danish artist Jacob Boscom discovered when he marketed a fake weapon called the ID Sniper Rifle. He claimed it would allow government agents to shoot microchip implants into people from a distance and then secretly track them by satellite. The chip is supposed to feel like a mosquito bite and leave no obvious marks. It's a ridiculous notion, but government representatives in the world bought the concept hook, line, and sinker. 
Reportedly, Chinese police were extremely interested, as were representatives from several other countries. Governments, they're always sticking to Catherine Albrecht. And at CatherineAlbrecht.com. The Peace and Philly Show has been growing strong since 2011. That's almost four years of bringing you the kind of information you will never find on AMSM Radio. Peace and Philly has grown and brought stories like Clyde Bundy, the National Spotlight, the Board Crisis in McCown, Texas, and the greatly compliant corrupt organizers who have been in the past with that reverend from the Chinese Union in Hoban. Recently, the Peace and Philly Show traveled to Baltimore, where he stood side by side with the people who did the tyrannical police state, just like he did on the ranch. For four years, the show has been a voice. Okay, Amy is uh, Amy Anderson is back with me. As, as I described her uh, to everybody, uh, to our listening audience, she was the first person that introduced me uh, to not just targeted individuals or that thought of mind control technology, but the facts that exist. She's got it well documented. She has done a tremendous amount of research. Now, Amy, let me ask you this and answer it sincerely. What is your What is your mission? I know how you're going to answer this, but... Uh, I want you to tell our listening audience, what is the purpose of coming on a show like this uh, to tell our listening audience about the technology existing, that they're actually targeting people, they've been experimenting with people like you? Uh, Is it uh, to help targeted individuals or is it to let everybody know that everyone is a potential target? Well, Keith, I will go with the second answer. Everybody is targeted. No one is exempt. Only difference is if you don't have a trained eye, you don't, or, or you the person that's the victim, or you the person that's doing it to the victim, which is it's referring to assaulting the victim's body, then you don't have no clue unless you want to be willing to get educated. Mm-hmm. That, that's right. And uh, for instance, if technology exists such as and I'm going to call out the patent number. You ready? 515-9703. Silent Subliminal Presentation System. Okay? Now, what does that mean to you? What does that Silent Subliminal Presentation System mean to everybody that's listening to this, to this presentation right now uh, by, by you and I? Oh, I can carefully explain it um, really quickly. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where they claim in the medical uh, field is tinnitus. When you have those um, those silent sounds where everyone uh, seems not to hear, but only you can hear this silent sound coming to your ear, and then you experience some odd and and inward activities going on in your body that is not so easily to explain uh, to others who have no experience with it. Right. Now, they they have used um, many different forms of communicating uh, with our our minds and our souls by, by bypassing our bodies, right, penetrating our bodies, and bypassing our eyes and our ears. That's essentially what this technology is about, is the ability to communicate with us uh, without our knowledge and by bypassing our exterior, you know, uh, surfaces per se, right? Right. 
right. That is true. This is no different than people use it as advanced astral projection uh, techniques to have an out-of-body experience, but violate a person's body with a magnetic uh, forces. Yeah. Now, this sounds far-fetched, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you this right now, all right? I'm going to lay my life on the line right now to tell everybody that I have literally researched these patents, all the information that Amy has given to me. This technology exists. That's why I've always been very, very concerned about Palantir, about the Jade computer system, about artificial technology, because, Amy, have they not been using targeted individuals as laboratory uh, experiments, per se, laboratory subjects to refine their technology? That is true, but you also got to go back to MK Ultra, Dr. Cameron Ewan, with the psychic driving technique. That technique was designed to drive the target uh, inward, insane, where other people wouldn't even know what was actually happening to the target unless others knew what was actually going on from them being able to describe specific odd and unusual events that happened in their environment. Yep. And, and why do you think they, uh, they tried to mess with a, with a TI? We're going to refer to them as a TI, a targeted individual or, or a laboratory uh, subject. Why do you think they mess with their mental stability? Is it because it makes them more vulnerable and, and accepting of the technology they're using against you? Absolutely, absolutely. You have a group of people. That is one factor, but the other factor is you've got some people just want to be original and have original minds and have great minds. And unfortunately, we be targeted first, but no one else is exempt. They just target in ways they think it's a medical condition. Mm-hmm. or having bad luck in, in their environment versus do, those they made known this is happening and we have been tossed and targeted with this technology into these uh, secret government um, rogue element programs. Yeah, here's another one. Uh, patent number 5017143. By the way, all these patents, I actually printed them today. Before today's episode, I put them on the PeteAntillyShow.com in episode 1010, and you can go download them and read them. Here is the patent, a method and apparatus for producing subliminal images to be projected into our brains, is it not? That is true because I see some type of 3D image. It looks like a, a pixel of a black dot floating around my eyes. And I would not go there and tell someone who has no experience with this image because they won't be able to help me because they don't understand. So that's why we are on the Pete Santelli Show, helping getting the word out. And hopefully some of these medical uh, professionals Professionals and doctors and scientists are somewhere listening to what we are involved in exposing that's happening in our lives. Yep. Now, Amy, um, and by the way, I'm going to lead us right to uh, the important information, of course, that you've been doing up in Northern California. I'm going to get us to that point. But I want our listening audience, okay? There's nobody right now that's hearing my voice that is not a potential target of what we're referring to that they've literally been, been, they've been experimenting with the TIs to refine the technology. They've incorporated the physical aspects 
of, of the technology, employing it, deploying it out in the field, uh, uh, using uh, microwave uh, radiation, uh, antennas, uh, arrays that are distributed throughout the world. But ultimately, um, every single person is subjected to this technology. Now, I think I got disconnected from the internet. Uh, I did. I got booted from the internet, and um, I have to log back in. Give me one moment. Okay, so I, I got booted from the internet. I'm gonna have to I have to refresh the uh, the YouTube page with the video on there. So right now there's a commercial that's playing. After that, I'll try to get back to that point where um, we left off. Now, interestingly, uh, today I had the cable uh, guy came because um, they were messing with my internet connection, right? So what would happen is that I would get frequent drops. Okay, here it is. So I would get frequent drops, all right, within maybe two hours, which is happening here on this laptop. And, um, you know, he basically the cable guy, and I asked him, I said, well, what was the issue? He said to me that they were there was another signal coming into the cable signal going into my box, right, into the, the, the cable router. That was causing the uh, disruption, right? So apparently they basically send a signal through uh, the cable signal coming to my box, right, to basically disrupt the Internet. And I kept getting all these drops and drops and drops. Now, uh, it, it was supposed to be fixed, okay? But um, I think uh, on my desktop, I have constant connection now. And on the laptop, it drops every, uh, I would say, every hour or so. Um, so I have to try to uh, fix that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what they do, right? Uh, it, you know, as I tell you, the level and the sophistication in how they target us, it's, it's you know, it's really unparalleled. And people won't, won't, won't believe that, that's, that, you know, that this is happening. They would say, well, what, what makes you so important? And, I, you know, and I hate to hear that. Whenever I hear that, I just feel like slapping the person, you know? It's like, really? You know, you're asking me, why you know what makes me so important? I don't have to be so important to, to to you know, and that's the that's the beauty of this program, right? That they can choose anyone, right? And they know that people won't believe you because you know the government is not going to spend that that amount of resources just to target you, just to do all the stuff to you. That's what they say. You see, people have been conditioned to ignore these things. People have been conditioned to not think, to not have uh, an intelligent mind, to not. Uh, be an independent thinker, but to be followers, and but to be accepting of the wrongs and the ills that of what the government does. And this is this is you know 
a constant thing that's happening generation after generation because the American public and American society basically have been put into a subversive program, okay? So from the minute you are born in the society, so you go to, to get your education, you are being conditioned to accept certain things, right? So you, you, you go to the educational system, you get, you get a job. They don't tell you about, they don't teach you entrepreneurship. Very few people who go into high school uh, teaches, you know, into any top, top, sort of independent uh, thinking or some sort of uh, in terms of business, uh, you know, entrepreneurial uh, skills or anything like that. No, because they want to maintain the status quo. They want to maintain their level, their structure, their level of control. Uh, then the rest of, and the rest of society, you know, have to be followers. Okay. All right. So let me um, start back the video. Uh, um, there's a. I didn't realize I muted this individual. Uh, okay, I'm going to mute the rest of the call until the video is finished, and then I'll, I'll unmute. Of, of the technology, employing it, deploying it out in the field, uh, uh, using wave uh, radiation uh, antennas, uh, arrays that are distributed throughout the world, but ultimately, um, every single person is subjected to this technology. Now, think about that, about how outlandish that sounds to you as a listener. Like, oh, my goodness, that's just crazy and far-fetched. It's, you could probably tell people that UFOs are coming. They would accept that versus what we're referring to. Here's my point. If a targeted individual or if any one of our listeners all of a sudden starts experiencing these symptoms that most TIs experience, and they pick up the phone and they call the police, or they call an ambulance. What could, what could uh, happen to them, Amy? Uh, you mean uh, just in general? Okay, uh, let's say, for instance, I'm hearing voices in my head. I pick up the phone, I dial 911, and uh, the police and the fire department shows up. What's going to happen at that point? I'm hearing voices in my head, and I'm, and my body is heating up. I'm getting blasted with microwave radiation. What's going to happen to me at that point? Because they do not have education about what is happening to that targeted individual survivor who's trying desperately to stop these individuals that they can't see behind they're but using advanced technologies from a technical point of view. These people are really trying to kill us survivors. So we try to reach out to the, the medical community. And what happens or law enforcement, we are automatically deemed mentally ill and taken to a psych ward. Immediately. You're considered uh, insane. And it's because, uh, I mean, there's, there is no fire department that has been told that uh, patent number 4877027, hearing system patent, sound is induced into head of a, the head of a person by radiating the head with microwaves, okay? Those fire, those first responders have no idea that this technology even exists. They have not been properly educated, Amy, right? Just like you said. Right. Yeah. And ultimately, the TIs, okay, uh, the targeted individuals have come together. 
uh, as a, uh, uh, a coalition of like-minded individuals. They found each other through many different resources, and they share information. And one thing uh, that Amy has done, Amy Anderson is up in, uh, uh, in Richmond, uh, California, up in Northern California. And what she did was, as a result of the research that she did, she put together a case for her local city council to give attention to these issues because it is uh, a public health issue, it's a public safety issue, and of course it's a, it's a civil rights and human rights issue as well. How did you first approach your city council with these, uh, with these facts? Oh yes, I I will tell you that, and I want to. I hope you'll give me time to read her letter of support to the TI community Absolutely. and go over the resolution as I, well. I will. But the first thing I did, Keith, I just was persistent and would not give up because this program is horrific, and anybody in their right mind, you have two choices: you're going to fight or flight. But I have to remember, I wanted to, her to understand carefully that I wasn't mentally ill. I didn't need medication. I didn't need locking up. I didn't need somebody to take the chance to hear me out so that I can show her um, or them. It's a community of people out there who's suffering like I am and saying the exact same things I am. And finally, I got her ears. And and she she listened to you. Now, now I'm also going uh, uh, have you add something to the mix? Not only does the technology exist to allow them to do this remotely, uh, but unfortunately, they've set up an army of people that 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 mingle with us in our society, and, and we don't know who these people are. They operate covertly. Uh, is there targeting human to human targeting, where you have, let's say, a CIA agent or or a government agent? that is wanting to interact with you uh, and, 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 and gang tackle you or gang stalk you and harass you and, and inflict intentional uh, mental distress upon you. Does that exist as well? That does, and some of us do know who our attackers are, and we get assaulted more or lesser when they feel we are getting closer of, of exposing who they are. How do they come at you? Give us some examples of that, how people come at you. Because the reason, main reason why I want you to explain this, of course, we're very, very compassionate about what's happening to the TIs. But other people need to know uh, if they're approached by certain people, why they're being approached in the way that they are. How are they coming at you? Well, this is how they came at me. I was a whistleblower working for a security firm because they were a government contractor. I wasn't working out with the programming. I, after looking back on my life, I now am, am getting, have, I now have a case manager who deal with human trafficking, and she told me to take out who was assaulting me and go back on remembering what had the odd, unusual experiences that happened to me while I was working, uh, while I um, while I went through this experience. And and one of the things I remember while working for this security company, the people was acting odd, unusual, had unusual behaviors, and I was the people were separated. It was chaotic behaviors in that environment. It was an indirect, controlled environment. If you were one that spoke out for things or or said 
said something, you you would automatically get in trouble from your superior officers. I thought that was odd. I tried to give them pictures of the other officers with hostile behavior against me. I took pictures of all of them sleeping, turned it in, in to them. They sent me to a mental hospital. Um, they sent me to get psychiatric evaluated to see if I was sick for working while turning the people that was harassing, harassing me in um, for the, sleeping on the job. I thought that was odd and just different things. They told me not to report to work one day for reporting hacking activities. Then I knew something was odd then, and then they did, did, went for the cover-up, made my mind believe that I should not return to work, go out on stress, and then next thing I know, I found myself being harassed through the cell phone, electronic uh, devices from there, um, went back with 5150 only for a 72-hour observation. From there, there, they programmed me to go in a library to learn what happened, what they were doing to me, and they it, um, assigned me specific information. So what I was doing, I was learning under the pressure of being tortured and making sense of what was happening in my life. Yeah. So then I took that pain, turned it into power, started researching, learning these government patents, and seeing like people like Dennis Kucinich and um, Donald Saint, uh, Donald uh, Friedman, John St. Clair, all these people had court cases against the same exact thing. And I felt as though in my heart, I was not going to let these people, rogue elements, convict people and physically put them in jail and be behind the scenes involved in these type of corrupted, inhumane uh, atrocities committed against humanity. So I had two choices to fight or fight. So I chose to be on the winning team to fight and save humanity. We commend you uh, for that effort. I do want to remind uh, anybody out there that thinks that uh, any legislator in uh, the federal government, if you think that they can help you, including Dennis Kucinich, a uh, known, you know, I mean, we're not going to talk politics, I'm just saying, any uh, federal, okay, the federal Washington, D.C. legislator is not going to be your friend. They're not going to help you. But guess what? You know what I love? Why being able to say this is because that's the person on the line right now that took it to a local level. And we can protect our rights with local politicians that are going to put together resolutions to stop the federal government from deploying this technology in our communities. When we come back, Amy Anderson is going to tell us about a resolution that was passed in Richmond, California to stop this. We'll be right back. Hey, Jordan, we're halfway through 2015. Back in January, I got you your first TKO vapor kit. How do you like it so far? Oh, from what I've heard, uh, I don't listen to a lot of other shows, but all I know is that we're covering uh, the most important topics uh, in a very hard-hitting way. Uh, we do not pull any punches. We will expose anyone and everyone. When I talk about politicians, we even go after the likes of uh, people like Rand Paul, who everyone was praising. They were praising Rand Paul because, you know, he was going after the NSA. Well, in fact, Rand Paul was going after the NSA, but he was helping his cronies with Palantir system, helping the private sector so, he, so that he could make lots of money on behalf of companies like Palantir, who has the most dangerous mind control software platform on the face of the planet. 
anyone supporting Rand Paul that's in the TI community needs to tune into the Pete Santilli show uh, to help get themselves educated on what Rand Paul is doing uh, uh, against all humanity by helping Palantir. But anyways, my point is um, Amy has gone to her local politicians and said, hey, this technology exists. Hey, I live in your jurisdiction and you need to stop this stuff from happening. And you approached your, your local city council. They paid attention to it. And it wasn't uh, that they responded to conspiracy theory, Amy. They responded to the facts. Correct? Yeah, it is correct, Pete. Yeah, they responded to the and facts. Fact, yeah. Go ahead and tell in us. Fact, I had, in fact, I had a platform that we all knew about. And I used my wisdom and overrode that V2K. And if you want to tell them what V2K is, teach um, you can later. But anyway, what I did, I used a platform of Berkeley, the city of Berkeley. They adopted the resolution first. So I knew when you're dealing with politics and city local government, you got to have your facts straight. So I decided that what, I, what Berkeley did, I wanted to do with Richmond. So I got some assistance from other people that was interested in chemtrails and part of that bill talked about chemtrails. So they went and got that information. So uh, Javanka tailored the, the information from hey, 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 Hold on a second. You gotta, you gotta, hold on one second, okay? You got to slow down a little bit. No, nobody knows who Javanka is. Who, explain that to our listening audience. Who's okay, uh, Javanka Beckles is a city official okay. who ran for office and got. Are you there? Hello, hello. Amy. Hold on a second, Amy. You still there? Amy, are you still there? Uh, I'm here now. Okay, so Javanka, uh, repeat that again. Uh, She's a city official. She's a city official, and she was in office, but I decided I wanted to show her that I wanted her to help me by helping her, too. So I went and out campaigned, and then I got a little publicity for that because everybody around her started telling her how good of a job I was doing. So once I got assaulted from these attacks, I went and took their recorder to her and let her heard it. And then I kind of like let her know it was urgent that she put a resolution in place because these people are really trying to uh, kill me secretly and and act like it's a medical condition. And I fear that they will give people cancer and other type of illnesses. So Javanka helped tailor um, the resolution and and got with the other city uh, city officials and asked them to adopt the bill. And out of the six, uh, out of the seven, four, um, five adopted it, and two did not. Okay, so so here's uh, so five adopted it, two did not. Okay, tell us generally what was contained in the resolution. Was it essentially? I'm going stop- to read it to you, Pete. Okay. Okay, this resolution number is fifty-one dash fifteen. Resolution of the Council of the City of Richmond, California, in support of the Space Preservation Act and the Space Preservation Treaty to permanently ban space-based weapons. 
whereas the Space Preservation Act and the Companion Space Preservation Treaty has established a permanent ban on all space-based weapons on the use of weapons to destroy or damage objects or persons form or that are in orbit and the permanent termination of research and development, testing, manufacturing, production, and deployment of all space-based weapons. And whereas the Space Preservation Act accompanying to the Space Preservation Treaty introduced by U.S. Congressman Dennis Kucinich, D. Ohio, Mm -hmm. requires a U.S. president to continue enforcement of banning space-based weapons and the use of weapons to destroy or damage persons or objects that are in or from orbit, and whereas the Space Preservation Treaty has established an outer space peacekeeping agency to monitor outer space and enforce the permanent ban of space-based weapons. In addition, this legislation serves as a safeguard for targeted individuals who claim to be under assault from weaponry that should be outlawed by the Space Preservation Act. Whereas the well-being of all residents of the utmost importance to the city of Richmond now therefore be in resolve that the city council of the city of Richmond hereby supports the Preservation Act and company space preservation treaty to ensure that individuals will not be targeted of space-based weapons. Mm -hmm. I certify that the following foregoing resolution was adopted at a regular meeting of the city council on May the 19th, 2015, by the following vote, a yes. Council members Bate Beckles, Martinez McLean, and Vice Mayor Myrick. No's were Council Member Pimplay and Mayor Tom Butt. Absent, abstinence, none, absent, none. Mm-hmm. And as clerk of the city of Richmond Field was signed by Pamela Christian. Okay. And approved by Tom Mayor Tom, but approved as to form um, a city attorney, uh, Bruce Goodmiller, uh, and then it goes on to the state of California. And then it says, I certify that the foregoing is true copy of resolution number 51-15, finally passed and adopted by the city of Richmond, of the city, of the city council of the city of Richmond at the regular meeting held on May the 19th. May the 19th. After that, I will read the letter of support from Javanka because that's very important. Okay, go ahead and read that. Okay. May the 6th, 2015, dear targeted individuals, and it, and it is the logo of the city, dear targeted individuals, my first concern is 
for the safety and well-being of all of our residents. As a city official, I am requesting that other city officials provide moral support to the targeted individual community nationwide. A small group of volunteers, dedicated city residents, and their associates have brought before me troubling information. These individuals have reported the need of support in reducing the stigma placed on them for exposing technology to alter their minds and covertly deem them mentally ill within society at large. Three years ago, I met Richmond resident Amy Lee Anderson about this matter. Ms. Anderson informed me she was a survivor of these horrible attacks. According to her description, these government patent technologies and weapons interfere and inter- and disrupt the targeted individuals' health physically and psychologically by remote transmission. And also, it has been brought to my attention that many survivors have reached out to their city officials peacefully through no, numerous avenues of ready, redress and accountability and these types of horrifying, about these types of horrifying abuses, only to experience dismissal, being stonewalled, mocked and ignored, or at or a level of all-out discrimination resulting in these individuals being wrongfully labeled as unstable criminals or troublemakers. Mm -hmm. I am writing this letter in full support and on behalf of Amy Lee Anderson and other unwitting residents of the city of Richmond, California, who believe they are willing unwilling and unwitting victims. These hostile technologies, as described to me, cause physical, psychological, and sexual trauma, at times unbearable pain to the body, causing undeserved harm. In our city, we put forth our best efforts to listen and respect the voices, wisdom, and experiences of our residents, we will not ignore but support those who suspect they have been exposed to these types of inhumane attacks with the intent to cause them great emotional and bodily harm. I am encouraged by these citizens who have stood up to protect our residents in response to the targeted individual's concern. I facilitated a meeting with Captain Mark. Gagan from Richmond, California Police Department to ensure reports from the targeted individuals would be accepted and investigated as any other alleged crime. I would like to encourage the encourage other officials at the local, state, and national level to explore methods to extend the listed courtesies below to all residents. Number one, and I'm, this is the final closing mark, to reduce and eliminate stigmas and wrongfully derived labels in, of a st- instability against victims of crime. And for, number two, informing others of any abuses or crimes against citizens. Number three, to listen and encourage participation from all re- its residents. Number four, means to make these abuses visible and recognized as crimes by local, county, parish, state, and federal legislators and law 
enforcement alike. Best wishes to all. Survivors, Javanka Beckham. Awesome. Congratulations to you for getting that done. Tell Javanka, thank you very much. Now, uh, a lesson to be learned uh, for two different groups of individuals. Uh, number one is if you believe...
Okay. All right. Okay, so I got dropped from the call. Um, I think, I hope that the, uh, you got to hear all of the video. If not, I'm just going to just uh, rewind the video till, let's see, till the 40 minute mark. Okay. Uh, one sec. This is like this is this is painful. I'm I'm trying to navigate through this thing, but my computer is uh, compute keeps stalling. Um, yeah, this is this is interference. This is that's basically what this is. Uh, interference from uh, me doing my show. So they'll always find something. So whether it be dropping me off from the internet, uh, disconnecting me from the internet. Uh, you know, there's something that, that, that they do, okay? Uh, always try to cause some sort of disruption. All right, so I stopped the video. Um, like I said, I got cut off from the call. I'm not sure if um, if if it recorded the, uh, the end of the video. So I'm going to rewind the video just a little bit, um, and, and I'm going to play it over just in case uh, anything got missed. Um, all right, and then after that, um, the show will end, and uh, I'll be back again hopefully next uh, Tuesday if everything is okay, and uh, though we're not any type of unforeseen issue, um, I will be doing uh, the show. City, a city council of the city of Richmond at the regular meeting held on May the 19th. May the 19th. I'll give that. I will read the letter of support from Javanka because that's very important. Okay, go ahead and read that. Okay. May the 6th, 2015. Dear targeted individuals, and it, and it is the logo of the city. Dear targeted individuals, my first concern is for the safety and well-being of all of our residents. As a city official, I am requesting that other city officials provide moral support to the targeted individual community nationwide. A small group of volunteers, dedicated city residents, and their associates have brought before me troubling information. These individuals have reported the need of support in reducing the stigma placed on them for exposing technology to alter their minds and covertly deem them mentally ill within society at large. Three years ago, I met Richmond resident Amy Lee Anderson about this matter. Ms. Anderson informed me she was a survivor of these horrible attacks. According to her description, these government patent technologies and weapons interfere and, inter- and disrupt the targeted individual's health physically and psychologically by remote transmission. And also, it has been brought to my attention that many survivors have reached out to their city official peacefully through numerous avenues of redress and accountability and these types of horrifying, about these types of horrifying abuses, only to experience dismissal, being stonewalled, mocked and ignored, or at 
or a level of all out discrimination resulting in these individuals being wrongfully labeled as unstable criminals or troublemakers. I am writing this letter in full support and on behalf of Amy Lee Anderson and other unwitting residents of the city of Richmond, California, who believe they are willing, un, unwilling and unwitting victims. These hostile technologies, as described to me, cause physical, psychological, and sexual trauma, at times unbearable pain to the body, causing undeserved harm. In our city, we put forth our best efforts to listen and respect the voices, wisdom, and experiences of our residents. We will not ignore but support those who suspect they have been exposed to these types of inhumane attacks with the intent to cause them great emotional and bodily harm. I am encouraged by these citizens who have stood up to protect our residents in response to the targeted individual's concern. I facilitated a meeting with Captain Mark Gagan from Richmond, California Police Department to that reports from the targeted individuals will be accepted and investigated as any other alleged crime. I would like to encourage the encourage other officials at the local, state, and national level to explore methods to extend the listed courtesies below to all residents. Number one, and I'm, this is the final closing mark to reduce and eliminate stigmas and wrongfully derived labels of instability against victims of crime. And for, number two, informing others of any abuses or crimes against citizens. Number three, to listen and encourage participation from all its residents. Number four, means to make these abuses visible and recognized as crimes by local county, parish, state, and federal legislators, and law enforcement alike. Best wishes to all survivors. Javanka Beto. Awesome. Congratulations to you for getting that done. Tell Javanka, thank you very much. Now, a lesson to be learned uh, for two different groups of individuals. Uh, number one is if you believe that you're already targeted, you've done your research, you know you're a targeted individual, you need to take the same action that uh, Amy Anderson did. Get to your local city council and, and, and demand that they protect the, the rights of the people within their community, especially yours. Uh, secondly, space-based weapons, okay? Uh, believe it or not, there's drone technology that they're using right now. We've all seen them. You've seen the orbs in the sky. Um, they have the ability to communicate with each and every one of us. They need to stop communicating with us without our knowledge. Um, our local governments can be held accountable. You can get right in their face and you can tell them this stuff is happening to us. It's happening to the TIs. It's happening to anyone that they want it to happen to. And you need to stop it. We are human beings. We're not your laboratory experiments. We're not people to be controlled. And they abolished slavery long, long ago. Ladies and gentlemen, are you sick and tired of what they're doing with the technology against us? As we're slaves, are you sick and tired of it? It's time for us to rise up and take action and force our local governments to 
Thank you. We'll be back with Amy Anderson right after the top of the hour news break. Hi. Okay, so that that's the end of the interview uh, on this video. I uh, couldn't get the other uh, part of it, but yeah, I have had to say it was a pretty good interview. And um, you know, one of the things, uh, one of the topic uh, that I think the resolution that passed I didn't touch on was microwave, uh, not microwave, but mind control weapons. Okay. And I think that's very important. And I think, you know, they, I don't think that they were, because the importance of it, the, you see, it, it's about control, okay? And when the government has the ability to control the masses of people, okay, I don't think they'll ever pass any sort of law against mind control weapons. That's just my personal feeling on it, okay? And so they will continue to deny, deny, deny it, Right, and and this is this is highly secretive, highly classified, and I think uh, in, for it to be exposed, it will it will take, uh, um, you know, an 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 effort of probably outside the United States of hacking into the government system, especially particularly the CIA or the NSA, and to uh, get the information. Okay, because I don't think it could be done. On the well, I think it probably could be done on the inside, but it would. I mean, these these secrets, these 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 type of programs are very very closely guarded. And um, but it will it will basically take a miracle, all right, <laughs> for it to be exposed. And that's I just find I could be wrong, but just the way how I you know from being a target experience in this how. Everybody's in denial, denial, denial. No, you know, no one wants to uh, recognize. Not just a no one, but most people around the targets don't want to recognize what's happening. Don't even want to uh, read up on the technology, even though you're giving them the information. They don't even want to take the information from you. Okay. I remember in my first when I was the first target, I started doing the research and I started giving, you know, printing out the information, and I would get the family members and they wouldn't take it. They would not take it. They're like, I don't want it. I don't want it. You know, that was their attitude, right? And again, you know, it's, I, the re, I get to understand the reason why. Because when you, they have been deceived into participating in this criminally, uh, you know, terroristic program, right? They are held liable for any uh, damage that happens to you and if you're able to expose it, right? So unlike some targets who have uh, who, who have committed suicide, others who have uh, gone off the deep end and, and uh, committed uh, grave uh, crimes in terms of, you know, killing people, stuff like that, um, you know, their families, if their family were involved in it, you know, they got away with it scot-free. Right, because the, those people, those targets are no longer there, right? But if you're a target and you're fighting to expose what's happening, okay, they're going to deny, deny, and deny, and deny because they know that if you uncover what it is that they are involved in, that they're looking at some serious jail time, okay? That's why everyone around you, you try to explain this to them, 
they don't want to acknowledge it because they themselves are part of your targeting. They themselves are being used as a part of their targeting, right? Or the fact also is that, and, and this, this this applies to, to the the religious TIs and the people, their family members who are very religious, they would, it would be um, detrimental, okay, if they realize that their mind is being controlled, it's not by God, not by some God, but by the U.S. government, okay? I mean, I can imagine how they would feel. So, again, there's going to be a lot of denial because that's what they always do, all right? It's called plausible deniability. They don't want to acknowledge what's happening to you. And uh, as Amy said in the interview, uh, you know, you're, they want to take you to the, to the hospital to get you uh, treated for having a mental illness, right? And, um, you know, that's how a lot of TIs end up being diagnosed, including myself, okay? Now, that's not to say that during our years in targeting, we have not been affected psychologically because we surely have, all right? I mean, people ask, you know, I posted a video on my YouTube about I'm going to see my psychiatrist. They all say, well, why do you need to see a psychiatrist? Nothing wrong with you. Well, if you're a target, you should know that, yeah, there is something wrong with you, but it's not it's not something that you did. It's something that they did to you, okay? They have psychologically, you know, damaged your mind, right? They have physically damaged your body, okay? And, you know, hey, for me, I do this show, but, you know, sometimes I need to talk to professionals about the things that are happening. And to also... I, you know, understand, right, and to learn that when, as a target, when you go to a psychiatrist, if the psychiatrist is part of the program, if they've gotten to that individual, to know what to expect, what to do, okay, and how to confront them. And that's what, part of the reason why I go to a psychiatrist, because, like, I know my psychiatrist is part of my targeting, okay? And so... Every time I go to see him, you know, I learn because I look at what he does to what he doesn't do, okay? Um, like I know that he never takes notes. He never, uh, you know, put down any information that I give him, right? And I'm saying to myself, well, why is that? Why doesn't he take notes, okay? I've seen every other psychiatrist, a psychiatrist I've seen before, I've always taken notes. This guy, he does Right? and the fact that he targets me also. But I handle him appropriately because, again, years of years of being in this, having to see uh, different psychiatrists, even having to see a psychologist at one point, um, you know, helped me to understand how to deal with those individuals, okay? Because when the time comes that this is exposed and still alive, they will be held accountable, okay? That's, you know, that's where I go. And, you know, it's a learning experience. And, and as a target, you have to you have to turn what they do in, uh, to you and as a learning experience in terms of how to deal with them and what it is that they do it. Recognize what it is that they do it so that if you're in a different environment or a different city, a different state, you know, you know what to expect, right? And so also... Another reason why I see the psychiatrist is, is for me to document through the medical field that they have psychologically damaged me, 
right? They have have been psychologically damaged uh, by wonders that they've done, right? So you document that. Just like I document, you know, physically, if something happens to me physically, I go to the doctor, you know, with my back, uh, you know, I go to the doctor, what have you. And it's the documentation, documentation that they physically harm me, that I've been physically harmed by what they're doing, you know? So we have to have documentation, not just, you know, like I do videos for documentation in terms of the psychological uh, and, and, and the remote neural monitoring, and I explain uh, what's happening. Also, um, you know, I have, I have a video that I have, and there's two videos that I have of me just videotaping through uh, sunglasses with a camera, the psychological uh, targeting that I receive whenever I walk outside, Okay. And then there's another video that I have that I have it in private and it's because, you know, like I usually uh, wear my glasses when I go pick up my son in the school and how they, you know, I explain in those videos how I, how they use the school children to target me, okay? And so I can't make that public because I know exactly, if I make that public, what they'll do is that they'll get the, the parents and say, oh, he has your child on video and so I can't do that, Okay. So I have that as private. So, um, you know, if, if someone contacts me and says, hey, I want to see the video, then I will uh, allow them to see the video. But, you know, I use that, that video for documentation. So if anything happens and I need to explain exactly what it is that they're doing, I can show it. And the video shows it because I do uh, these captions in terms of, you know, whenever they do like hand signals and stuff like that or whenever they wear a particular color to try to target me, you know, I, I give an explanation into what it is that they're doing. And so, you know, we have to, we have, that's part of documentation, part of documentation to, so when, if and when this gets exposed, right, that we're able to bring forth our evidence to say, look, this, yeah, this, they did this to me. It's very, very important. All right, well, listen, I am going to uh, say uh, good night and, uh, Thank you, Adam Guest, for coming on the call. Guest two, Texas. Um, thank you. Is that Ann in Texas? Okay, I don't know if that's Ann. Uh, usually Ann, Ann uh, is from Texas. Um, but anyway, I want to say thank you guys for participating on the call. And um, sorry for the interruptions. And, you know, again, you know, uh, I guess they're mess back to messing with the internet again. You know, even though Hello. I had the technician here. Yes. Thank you so much for what you said. I appreciate it. I'm not Anne. I'm okay. Uh, oh, hi, Debbie. Sorry if I interrupted anybody. Okay. No, you know, that's fine. That's fine. And you're and you're 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 welcome. And, and thank you for coming on the call. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Okay. Have a uh, well. Have a good night. And um, you know, you have, you have to be strong. And you know, we can't let these people get us to the point where you know we we're at that point where we just want to give up. We we don't we don't ever want to get to that point, right? We always want to stay strong and be diligent and fighting and exposing, just as how they are diligent in doing these things to us. We have to be extra diligent and yeah. exposing them. And you know, for the program that is, because it is a it is a it is a terroristic program and these people are terrorists. That's how I think of them. I think of them as terrorists and criminals. <clears throat> okay, and that's it. You know a major and so a major aggressive arrogance. 
Yes, yes. And they're very, very, very arrogant. You're absolutely right about that. They are very arrogant, you know, and you can see it in their behavior. All right, well, Debbie, um, thank you. Someday they will be wanting some help themselves facing the end of their lives, so may God yeah. help them yeah. and yeah. Uh, repent. Well, and, you know, they start now. It's well, I'll tell, you, I, I'll, I'll tell you, anyone who participate in these type of programs, you know, they don't need, uh, the, you know, they don't, I'm trying to find the right word here. They, like this, they, these people don't deserve to be living you know, I mean. Pardon me. If, if, I said anyone who participates and do these type of uh, criminal acts against uh, human beings, they don't deserve to to live. And that's that's just my feeling. You know, yeah. I, well, that's just that's justice, just my feeling. And law, that's true. Uh, for some reason, God wants to save everyone, and yeah. um, he he will forgive, but. Um, so it's hard, you know, standing in the middle, being the beaten up one, to hold uh, true to course on, you know, please, guys, you know, God does love you, uh, and and hold forth in that without, and, and instead of instead of just reading the riot act to everyone, I pray, pray everyone will come to uh, to receive uh, a new a new lease on life, a new breakthrough, of, and a breakout of the old way that you've been living. Anyone who's listening, who's, who's trying to torment, may God help you, turn you back around. And I know you, you would really mean well in your, in your heart of hearts. I don't think you're a total uh, degenerate wipeout. I, I think you got caught in something bigger than you could handle. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know if we, you just said I was a, dege, a degenerate, <laughs> or were you talking about the perks? Oh no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. I know I've, I've got people that are hassling me tonight. They've been um, uh, revving it up, and um, I okay. heard, I overheard one say that. Uh, uh, well, I really, I, I will lose a lot of money if I don't obey them to murder you. And yeah. well, you know, I'm but, saying I mean, God's grace is still there. Anyone who's done these things and is doing them can turn around, and, and uh, God is waiting to forgive. Well, if, you if know what? Yeah, okay. Right. Not you. Well, you're you know, personally, I know. I, yeah, personally, you know, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't believe in God. I would not believe in any God who allowed this to happen. And so, oh, uh, but that's just, but, but that's just my uh, that's just my feeling on this. And you know, I think if there was a God uh, and He was a just God and a righteous God, uh, he would have done something a long time ago. There have been TIs who died, who've committed suicide, and who believed in God and did nothing to help them except to help them take away their life or what have you. So, you know, uh, um, I, I don't have those same feelings about any type of deity. I don't believe in them. Um, but, you know, you're absolutely right. These people, um, you know, they are... Uh, you know they're not good. They're bad, and and if they're saying that they're gonna take, they they have to help because they're gonna take away their money, then that just goes to show you what type of person that they are, right? When they when you put monetary things over the value of human life, then like I said, I don't think you deserve to live. And I said, I mean, I'm not gonna take away anybody's life because that's just not me. But you know, I can't blame those guys who turn the tides on the table on their perps. 
and end up taking away yeah. their life. I can't I can't blame them. Um, I understand. Murder is I don't, murder. I don't I don't, yeah. I, don't con, I don't condone it. I don't condone it, but I understand. All right. So on that note, I'm going to say uh, good night. And um, anyone who's listening to this call, again, I don't condone any type of violence. And uh, but not everybody is like me, and not everybody's like you, Debbie, or anybody like you know uh, I'm guess or, or any other target that I know who have that same belief. But you know, like I said, when you do this to individuals, to people, when you torture them psychologically, physically. You know, some people are going to fight back in the most extreme way. Okay, and. You know, these people who are doing this, do they accept any responsibility? No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't accept no responsibility at all for the loss of life that were taken, okay, for the destruction of the target's life. They don't take no responsibility because they hide behind these weapons. They're a bunch of cowards. They hide behind these weapons. So, you know, that's that. All right, uh, I'll be back again next Tuesday, hopefully, um, if everything goes well. And uh, so everyone have a good night. Uh, have a great rest of the week. And um, just remember, stay strong. Uh, do your research. Um, and particularly research about progressive mind control program. That's a very uh, uh, important uh, subject that you understand so that you get a full understanding of the psychological nature in terms of how they get, uh, you know, the people in your community to... Uh, participate in targeting you, all right? And then particularly they do it to churches because of people religious belief, and we all know that people with religious belief tend to want to think that they're righteous, and so by using that righteous nature, the government can use them to uh, commit all sorts of criminal acts in the name of their God, okay? That's, 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 that's what cults do. And, uh, you know, religion, religion is a cult. Uh, so you have to understand that. All right. So I'm going to say good night and um, have a good week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.